You're listening to a sermon audio from Cypress Church. You can listen to more sermons on our website or by subscribing to our podcast on iTunes. We hope you enjoy the sermon and invite you to attend one of our services at 9 and 10.30 a.m. on Sunday mornings. You may be seated. It was a holy night. A night like none other. Where God squeezed himself into the tininess of a man, of a person, a baby. Swaddled tight in some cloths. Now to face the reality of growing up in a harsh, hopeless world. Yet this baby, this child, given a glory-glazed welcome from angels, was to bring a hope like none other. A miraculous hope. A hope that God is for us. And none can stand against us. A hope that would do more for humanity than any other thing or life. Whose very existence has marked time. With B.C. meaning before Christ Jesus. And A.D. Addo Domini in the year of our Lord Jesus the Christ. Time is centered around him. Jesus, who has led the greatest faith movement in all of existence and continues to attract followers to the tune of over 2 billion people worldwide. According to Pew Research, the rate of growth of people choosing faith in Jesus will push the number of followers of Jesus to just under 3 billion in the next couple of decades. People are continuing to find their hope in Jesus, the Christ, who not only causes the blind to see, the deaf to hear, the lame to walk, the dead to rise, but gives hope to the hopeless. Jesus is the one who can set life right, giving purpose and meaning and significance and comfort and healing and help. Jesus can set captives free from the habits, the hurts, and the hassles of this sin-infested world. All this hope, this confidence of something better is faith in Jesus. The one who the prophets of old told as Isaiah chapter 9 verses 6 and 7 put it this way. For to us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulders And his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Of the increase of his government and of the peace, there will be no end. On the throne of David and over his kingdom to establish it and to uphold it with justice, with righteousness from this time forth and forevermore. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will do this. Jesus gives hope, miraculous hope. Hope through the comfort of his counsel, giving us rest in, a, in the stress-filled world we live in, the stresses of life. Hope through the power of his sovereignty as all-knowing and all-powerful God. Hope through belonging as adopting us into his forever family. Hope through the peace he brings by dealing with our sin, giving us his peace that surpasses understanding 
Jesus is the good news that will bring great joy to all people as the angels proclaim. Jesus is the hope worth holding on to. It all happened like this. The Bible has it very clear. The story, the Christmas story found in Luke chapter 2. Let me read a few verses to you. In those days, a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be registered. This was the first registration when Quirinius was governor of Syria. And all went to be registered, each to his own town. Joseph went up from Galilee, from the town of Nazareth, to Judea, the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and the lineage of David, to register with Mary, his betrothed, who was with child. And while they were there, the time came for her to give birth. And she gave birth to her firstborn son, wrapped him in swaddling cloths, and laid him in a manger, because there was no room for them in the inn. And in the same region, there were shepherds out in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. And an angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them. And they were filled with great fear. And the angel said to them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good news of a great joy that will be for all the people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior who is Christ the Lord. And this will be a sign for you. You will find the baby wrapped in swaddling cloths, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of heavenly hosts praising God, saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace among those with whom he is pleased. The angels embraced the worth of Jesus and burst forth and expressed glory of God. Glory meaning the incredible, infinite beauty of God's many perfections. Psalm 19 verses 1 and 2 put it this way, The heavens declare the glory of God and the sky above proclaims His handiwork. Day to day pours out speech and night to night reveals knowledge. His glory is seen in the expanse of the heavens, beyond the power of the blazing of our sun, beyond the systems like gravity and the life-sustaining orbits and climates. His glory is both immense and immeasurable. It's seen in the excellence of His holiness. As Isaiah 6.3 says, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts. The whole earth is filled with His glory. Holiness being the perfection of His glory. And Jesus is the brilliance of God's glory. As Hebrews 1 verse 3 says, that Jesus is the radiance of the glory of God, the exact imprint of His nature, and upholds the universe by the word of His power. After making perfection for sins, He sat down at the right hand of the majesty on high. Jesus is glorious having incredible and infinite beauty from His manifold perfections, Jesus is worth holding on to. For He can bring us hope. Hope in the midst of, the, of fractured relationships. Hope through failed marriages. Hope with job loss. Hope even in the diagnosis of cancer. Beholding His glory 
is a hope worth holding. <clears throat> the Christmas story goes on. Luke chapter 2, verse 15. When the angels went away from them into the heavens, the shepherds said to one another, Let us go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has made known to us. And they went with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the baby lying in the manger when they saw it. They made known the saying that had told them concerning this child. And all who heard it wondered at what the shepherds told them. And the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and they had seen that had been told to them. So taken by the glory and value placed on this baby, the shepherds were compelled to go and to admire the Savior who is the promised Messiah. Messiah meaning the, the one who promised, who was promised who would come to set them free. Free like Moses freed Israel from the bondage of slavery, yet this was a, a deeper, more sinister slavery all mankind is subjective to, even you and me. It is the sin nature that Isaiah 59.2 explains. It's a condition that we have been separated from God and there is no human way to bring us back into enjoying the belonging with God. We have been pulled asunder from Him. And we can't somehow fix that by being right or learning the Bible or giving to people, helping people or even coming to church once or twice a year or even more. And yet there's hope. Miraculous hope. From a God who is for us, providing for us a Savior, who, as Isaiah 53, verse 5 says, was wounded for our transgressions. He was crushed for our iniquities. Upon him was the chastisement that brought us peace. And with his stripes, we are healed. Healed from the separation. Healed from sin's pull towards hell. Healed to fulfill God's destiny for us. It is through faith in Jesus as Savior. The division is mended. And we are free to be all that God has created us to be. The shepherds had to go. They had to go adore him. For Jesus is worthy of adoration. Jesus is the redeemer of what sin has taken and damaged. Jesus is the bread of life that causes us to thrive. Jesus is the light of the world that illuminates our true path of life. Jesus is a hope worth holding, a hope that delivers. It's not a hope that, that settles with an attitude that says, this is as good as it gets, but a hope that we have a purpose and a plan, a hope that we are not just a mistake or invisible, but that we have a Lord who knows our name, who sings with joy over us and smiles at the mere thought of us. Jesus, our loving Savior, is a hope worth holding. Uh, there's one more <clears throat> verse of the Christmas story. It's found in Luke chapter 2, verse 19, I had skipped over it, but it says this, But Mary treasured up all these things and pondered them in her heart. Mary, the mother of Jesus, yes, valued Jesus as her own son. But she heard what the shepherds said. 
and later witnessed the worship of the wise men and did not pass this thought off, nor let it get lost in the fray of caring for a child or let alone birthing in a stable. She valued this one promised of God enough to give Jesus who some intense thought as she pondered, reflecting deeply on all this child would do and be. And she found hope. Hope enough to follow him and revere him as Lord. Hope in Jesus' claims that he is the only way to bring us back into that close connection to God that sin had ripped away. Hope in Jesus as the only wisdom of life that is right, not what others say or what we think ourselves. Hope in Jesus as the way, the truth, and the life, that true life, real life, life we are to live is found only in Him. And as well, hope in Jesus' claims to be God, that if we have seen Jesus, we have seen God. And as well, Jesus and God are one, one in the same. Those claims have created both great devotion and great division and controversy. For to truly hold Jesus is to acknowledge Him as Savior and Lord that He is. He can't just be a good teacher or just some religious leader of time. His claims, His miracles, His teaching simply do not allow it. And His resurrection elevates Him to a a glory only He can acclaim. Jesus is worthy of our thought and our deep pondering. And the question is, will you? Will you this Christmas value him enough to at least ponder who he is and what he has done? Do you know for sure whether you have made that step of faith to hold him as precious, to really receive that hope? We hope so, and that's why uh, this whole Christmas season we have created these packets and and done these services. Inside this packet, there's a letter uh, written to you to help you understand how you can know Jesus in a personal way and really hold on to Him, a hope worth holding. There's a booklet inside that explains that. And after, after you leave today, if you are so inclined, take one of these packets. You don't need to engage anybody in conversation. Our ushers will have them in the lobby area. You can feel free to take one and just... Read it and let that soak into you. Others of you, you have already come to that place where you have made that step of faith. And yet, do you truly value Him as a hope worth holding? Sometimes we hold on to so many other things, and yet Jesus is the one worth holding. We'd love to help you in that faith, and that's why John mentioned he wanted you to fill out this card. And if you'd like to talk to somebody about growing deeper in your faith, you can just check one of the boxes there or just say, hey, please contact me and we'd be happy to. You can leave it on your chair and when the ushers, when you leave, the ushers will pick that up and we'll follow you up throughout the week. Make sure you leave us some contact information there. But put your hope in Him for He is a hope worth holding. Come to church. Grow in faith. See, Jesus can be that light of hope we are searching for in a dark, hopeless world. A hope worth holding. Worthy of the glory due His name. Worthy of a heartfelt adoration. Worthy of deep thought and intense pondering. But it doesn't just happen. It's 
a choice. It's like the candles you have with you tonight. That's your cue. Pull them out. <laughs> These candles are full of hope. Hope of receiving a, a, the warm light uh, passed on to you. And the hope of passing it on. Tonight as you receive the light. Ask yourself, have you truly received the light of Christ? It's a choice that each one of us make. And there's also a choice to pass it on. Well, I sure hope that you have embraced that hope worth holding. Pick up a packet. Put a mark on that card and let us contact you. But as this light has come, think about the great light of hope as you receive this light. May you also receive the true light of life, the light of the world. That's Jesus, the Christ. Let's enjoy this as we sing this song. about 
this light is just it's just so warming <laughs> it's so wonderful it was light we were meant to embrace a true hope worth holding on to hope that we can pass on to others but we hope that this Christmas that you will grasp a hold of this hope found in Christ in Christ alone it's a hope that lasts it's a hope that endures it is a hope worth holding let's extinguish our candles together